0: Welcome to Maximize Your Social, practical and actionable advice on how your business can truly maximize your social media presence. Now, the host of Maximize Your Social, author of the recently published book of the same name and founder of Maximize Social Business, Neil Schaefer.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Neil Schaefer and thanks for tuning into another episode of Maximize Your Social. Today, I have a very, very special guest on this podcast, no other than the author of utility, general social media rock star, blogger extraordinaire at convincingconvert.com, Jay Bear. That's B-A-E-R, for those of you in the know. And if you're not, well, look him up on the internet. He's truly someone that I have been uh, following and have the highest respect for in social media. And I have invited him on the podcast so that we can talk a little bit about his latest book, Utility, as well as his future plans. And I think you're all going to be very, very interested in. I suppose the the first comment that I'm going to make, and just to give all of my listeners uh, the introduction, is that I met Jay for the first time. And I don't think we've ever really met since then. It was at Blog World. And this was Blog World back in... I'm going to say 2009, like November 2009. And at that time, I'm just going to give everybody my impression of you, Jay, not to embarrass you or anything, but just to give the background of how I know you. You spoke with Amber, obviously, on your first book, The Now Revolution. Seven Shifts to Make Your Business Faster, Smarter, and More Social. So you had just released that. I think it was actually the publication of that book didn't even come in times. So you were giving out like a preview, which was like a good chunky excerpt from the book. I enjoyed hearing you speak. Remember at one of the networking events in the evening, just a chance to, to chat with you how approachable you were, how you were answering all my questions as to how you scale as a social media professional. I remember, I really still remember, even though it was almost four years ago, the specific advice you gave me an email marketing, for instance. And although we really haven't met in person after that, obviously, I've seen you speak You know, almost everywhere. You are definitely out there. And I had a chance to speak at the Arizona Interactive Marketing Association by the uh, introduction of Mr. Kuen's a Vertical Response. And so many people that I met at Phoenix during that event also spoke very highly of you. And that's where I found out that you've been speaking and really hitting the road and, and just giving everybody just great advice for more than a decade, just have this incredible reputation out there, which hopefully utility will solidify and really open it up to those maybe outside of the social media world that may not know about you, but just really impressed with what you've done, how you've you know, I call myself a social media workhorse, but I think you have me beat there, you know, from reading your book about how many times you present and even, you know, your advice for people that are writing books and how you did your own launch for this book and spreading that content over to SlideShare and all these different avenues. Just your authenticity and transparency is just amazing. So first of all, I just want to thank you. And I think a lot of other people that have learned a lot from you, from your books and from your blog, Convince and Convert, also want to thank you as well. So I'm probably doing it on their behalf. So that's really the background. And that's why I don't Really interview a lot of people for this podcast, but when the opportunity was made available to have a chat with you, even virtually, I thought that I, I had to take the opportunity.
0: Hey, Neil, thanks very much for having me as a part of this very cool project. Yeah, it's funny that blog world presentation that you mentioned was actually the very first time that Amber and I ever gave the Now Revolution presentation. I remember it vividly. That seems like a long time ago, and I guess it kind of is a long time ago now. It's funny that um, you talked to, to Arnie at uh, Arizona Interactive Marketing Association of course I lived in Arizona for a long long time and Arnie's a dear friend wouldn't trust anything that guy says but uh, I do miss my time in Arizona and you're right I've been uh, I've been very busy with the new book and lots of speaking and growing the consulting side of the business it's been uh, it's been pretty busy and it's amazing actually that you and I haven't intersected in person since then we'll make sure to get that fixed up here real soon um,
1: I first want to start with obviously you have been helping companies with marketing in general for a long time this now being your second book. And I I guess I want to start with what I see happening in the world of social media, and I'm not even going to talk about the topic of social business, is that social media doesn't exist in a silo. And it really becomes a natural part of everything else you do in the company. But it it has to be integrated with everything else you do in the company, right? And that's why it was very refreshing to see that your book was not a social media book. Or, Or is it a social media book? That was the first question I wanted to ask you was really the concept behind the book. Is it social media? Is it not social media? And really, by answering that, you can also define, for those of you who haven't read the book, or don't know about the concept, this concept of utility spelled with a Y-O-U-T-I-L-I-T-Y. So Jay, why don't we uh, first move on to that question?
0: So yeah, you're right. Utility, uh, why oh, utility, why smart marketing is about help, not hype. It really isn't a social media book. It's, it's about consumer behavior. If, if you have to categorize it, I'd say it's more of a content marketing book than anything else. And I wrote it for two reasons. One, to sort of be a counterbalance to the culture of amazing that's very prevalent in business today. There's lots of consultants, lots of authors and speakers who will tell you that the secret to business success now is to just be amazing, uh, to do something, you know, remarkable, and that you will go viral and good things will happen. And that's very seductive advice, because everybody wants to be amazing. Everybody wants to hit a home run. But I've been a consultant now for almost 25 years. And, you know, typically, that doesn't happen. You know, you're probably not amazing, your company is probably not amazing and you're probably not gonna go viral. So I think a much more viable approach in today's marketing climate is to just be useful. That if you are truly and inherently useful, if you create marketing that is so good And so useful that people would pay for it, which is really the definition of utility, good things will happen. And the second reason I wrote the book on a related front is that there's lots of emphasis now on content marketing, lots of companies creating content, lots of attention being paid to content marketing now, which is terrific. I'm excited about that. But what I felt we were missing is a strategic framework for for why to create content. There's lots of companies out there making lots of stuff without a real good understanding of what role content really plays and how content uh, really supports other organizational initiatives. So that's why I wrote the book and that's why there's so many case studies in there and case studies from companies of all different sizes and types and different types of business so that people can see themselves in those stories, hopefully.
1: I guess the next question I wanna ask, and I'm sure you get asked a lot as well, you know, as a company, and if you're a consumer brand, maybe it's a lot more easier, but maybe for B2B brands, what are we gonna talk about in social? Should we have a blog? What would we blog about? What would we tweet about? And I was very impressed with uh, your selection of Marcus Sheridan and his story, which is pretty incredible and is just a great role model for many businesses out there as to how they can become a utility within their own industry. You want to tell me a a little bit about why you chose Marcus and maybe share his success story with others out there that may have never heard about it?
0: Yeah, thanks very much for the kind words about Marcus Sheridan, the sales lion. I was so delighted that he agreed to write the foreword to Utility because I think his story really sets up the concept and and how being useful can have a material impact not just on your business but but on your life. I, I will I will do my best to summarize Marcus's story, although uh, you'd be better off to to read the foreword of the book. But essentially uh Marcus is the co-founder of a company called River Pools and Spas in Virginia and they are an installer of in-ground fiberglass swimming pools and in 2009 uh they almost went out of business because you know you may remember 2009 little economic fun fact for you if you don't have enough money to buy food You almost never want to buy a swimming pool, as it turns out. So they were in big trouble, and they said, "We have to figure out a way to steal a disproportionate share of the tiny bit of demand that still exists for new swimming pools." And we don't really have a budget to do that. What should we do? Now, obviously, to your question, swimming pools are not B two B, but the dynamics of of considered expensive purchases like that are much more similar to B two B in many respects. And so, I think it does apply uh, quite clearly. So they said, "Well, what if? What if we?" just answered every question that anybody has ever asked us about swimming pools. And nobody had a better idea. So that's what they did. So Marcus sat down and they wrote 400 blog posts. And they wrote them at night and they wrote them on weekends because they still had a company to run. And every one of those blog posts was an answer to a question that somebody had actually asked them about the swimming pool business in the previous few years. They now have over 1,000 blog posts. And not only has River Pools survived, they have, in fact, thrived. Revenue is way up. And they now get more website traffic than any other swimming pool website in this country, including the big manufacturers. Because they are the best educators about swimming pools. They have created a resource that is a utility. They have created an online resource about swimming pools and purchasing swimming pools that is so useful. People would, in fact, pay for it if they asked you to.
1: So, Jay, let's move on to the third question, I suppose, comes down to the role of mobile And you bring up mobile quite a bit. I guess if we are spending so much time on mobile devices and a company really wants to be where their target audience are, they need to be on mobile. Yet so few companies seem to do mobile really well. And I know it probably kills you as it kills me when you go to a QR code and you you come up to a page that has been optimized for mobile. It happens more than you'd think. So tell me, where do you think companies are with mobile these days, just in general? And what would your advice be? It is a question, I'm sure, when you speak on social media as I do, it's something that, you know, hey, what should we be doing with mobile? What would be your, you know, a few really tactical tips or strategic tips that you can give the audience out there?
0: I'm so glad you bring up mobile, Neil. And in fact, you're right. There are many, many mobile examples in the book and have a whole section about apps and the fact that I believe, as George Colony does, who's the CEO of Forrester, he invented this phrase, I'm just parodying it, that that your website will become the AM radio uh, of the internet, that that we will be mobile first. I um, mean, my kids, uh, I have teenagers, and, and they are so mobile dominant yeah they'll use their laptop on occasion to type a paper or something like that but but their entire data consumption pattern is either via phone or tablet and uh, I think that is the tip of the spear the, the data shows uh, that it's we're not too far off I think it's a year and a half away as the projections where more data will be consumed in mobile devices than on desktop devices globally at which point you really have to think mobile first and I encourage our clients to do that on the consulting side now that You know, it's not about what are you doing on the web and then what parts of that can you do effectively via mobile, it really needs to be upside down and say, let's maximize our mobile experience and then let's hang additional ornaments on that Christmas tree for the website in general. So that of course has a lot of implications for information design, for email, for the marketing funnel, for calls to action. There's a lot of elements to it for branded apps potentially, which are typically terrible, but I have lots of examples in the book of branded apps that are really, really useful and effective. Uh, So it can be done, but what it really requires is a mindset shift.
1: I guess, you know, you covered so many important concepts in the book. It's really hard for me to decide which ones I want to talk about. And I don't want to take up too much of your time here. I like the idea of identifying customer needs. You talk about the six blueprints to create utility. And I think identifying customer needs, whether it's it's social media marketing or marketing in general, the more you understand those needs, and obviously the more details you know about your target demographic, there's amazing things you can do in terms of content creation, finding people on social, targeting them with ads. Do you think businesses in general are really good at figuring out what their customer needs are and if not what would be some advice that you know maybe share some of the tips you have in the book to help them better understand that and why it's so critical just in marketing in general
0: that's such a great and perceptive question of all the things that i talk about in the book Uh, the notion of really drilling down to understand customer needs is perhaps the most important and unfortunately i think we are largely derelict in that responsibility we are at a very strange inflection point in business and as marketers in that we are surrounded by data more than ever but yet we are often starved for insight when you just look at reports and you look at apis and you look at spreadsheets you are by definition treating your customers like a number and that is a dangerous game to play. Many of the examples that I cite in the book are drilled or are sort of driven by companies that went beyond the spreadsheet and actually had real conversations with their customers to understand sort of the bigger truth and how they could create marketing that was massively useful to those customers in ways that ordinarily might not have been expected. For example, one of the things I talk about in the book is a, a mobile application from our friends and clients in Tennessee, the Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Vanderbilt has a mobile application called the coach smart app. And what it does is it shows you when lightning is on the way. So coaches get alerted when lightning is close and they can get their players off the field safely, which is extraordinarily useful. It's now been downloaded hundreds of thousands of times. It was initially intended just for coaches, but now it's been downloaded by fishermen and hikers and kayakers and anybody who doesn't want to be struck by lightning, which is a pretty large audience. But the way they came up with this app was that Vanderbilt does a lot of work with Nashville area coaches on injury prevention, concussion symptoms, things of that nature. And as part of that, the hospital sends staff members out into the community to actually hang out with coaches, to spend time with them face-to-face. And so they were having actual conversations about, hey, what else could we provide for you? And and the coaches said, well, we love this concussion stuff and we love the injury prevention stuff. Thanks very much. But what really freaks us out is lightning. And rightfully so. And so the hospital said, well, you know what? Maybe we could do something about that. And they figured out a way to, to do a real-time lightning database that's accessed by the app and with GPS overlays, etc. But none of that would have happened. That app never would have been created without actual conversations. You think that you understand your customers based on data, but in many cases, you really don't. So if you're not having actual conversations with your customers on a regular basis, that, frankly, is the first step to being a utility.
1: All right, Jay, I really appreciate your time. I sort of want to have the last question give you the chance to talk about where you're going. Obviously, you're continuing to churn out some great content and convince and convert. You mentioned in, I believe it was the forward to utility, that the book was really based on all these past presentations you've been giving. So where is the focus that you have now going into Q4 of 2013 and 2014? And what sort of content or what sort of book can we expect to uh, be reading about from you next? And any other just general advice after writing the book of utility that maybe you wanted to include that you didn't, or any other follow-up thoughts that you may have, please feel free to chime in.
0: Oh, thanks very much, Neil, and I appreciate the opportunity to be with you. And we got to make sure to get to ne- get together in person here real soon. Lots of exciting things going on, doing lots and lots of speaking around the utility concept. Uh, in fact, you can get a free excerpt of the book at utilitybook.com. That's y o u utilitybook.com, and decide if you want to pick up a copy of it. That would be fantastic. But I'm also excited to let you know that I am rolling out. It looks like in February a new ebook called Utility for Accountants. It'll be 30 or 40 pages available on Kindle and Nook for $2.99. And that will be the first of a series uh, of vertically oriented eBooks where I'll talk about very, very useful marketing in a particular uh, vertical. So there's going to be a utility for car dealers. There's going to be a utility uh, for B2B, a utility for salespeople, etc. So I'm going to be rolling out a whole series of those over the next two years. Very, very excited about that. Otherwise, just keep plugging away with our other uh, projects, our Convince and Convert blog, very popular, Traffic's Way Up, convinceandconvert.com, my weekly podcast called Social Pros, socialpros.com, where I interview a major company's social media manager or content marketing manager once a week. That's a a show that a lot of people feel is uh, really educational and helps them with their own career. And then, of course, we have a daily email called The One Thing, which gives you a link to the one story that we think you should read today uh, in social media in content marketing and that's at uh, onesocialthing.com. So always lots of balls in the air. Uh, super lucky to have a great team. There's seven of us at Convince and Convert and they do all the hard work and I uh, I take the glory. But really excited uh, for what you're doing, the new work that uh, that you're doing and your pivots and the book. And I'm delighted to see your trajectory and really, really excited. Uh, maybe we can work on something together next year. That would be super fun. Thanks again.
1: Jay, thank you so much for your kind words and sharing so much of your Insight experience and perspective on social media mobile content marketing just business in general uh, with all of us I really look forward to the chance that we have to meet in person. And a disclaimer for those of you that listened all the way through this. Yes, this was not a live interview. Those that are very active in social media that have a busy speaking schedule, sometimes it's just more convenient to record interviews in this way when we find the time and when we have the mojo to be able to give our best. So, That was my experiment with this podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to Jay. And once again, make sure you check out Utility. And wherever you are in the world, make it a great day. And we'll talk again with you soon. If there's anybody else that you'd like me to interview, if you want someone to share their perspectives on their latest book, or what have you, please make sure you contact me. That's it, folks. Make it a great day. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Maximize Your Social. We appreciate your iTunes subscriptions, ratings, and comments. If you would like to appear on this show or recommend content, please contact Neil Schaefer at neil at maximizeyoursocial.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.